I mean, God, the fucking uh, universe gave me this uh, adorable person to take my mind off of something, and here you are fucking spitting it in my face. Okay. And what do you expect? I have. I expect my best Yourself, friend to be happy you, for you, me. You think that for some reason I owe my life to you? I saved your life. The charge never went through. I saved <laughs> your life, and this boy saved mine this oh. week. And all I want is a little bit <laughs> God, of not, sympathy you, oh, and you want respect. Sympathy. And I want you I to understand. I want you know you what are. I want you to be for once in your goddamn life is happy for me. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. Everybody, welcome back to the Gay Power Half Hour with your wonderful hosts. I'm Tony Soto. I'm Casey Lai, Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Wonderful. Hi, Mrs. Wonderful. Um, you are back. Listen, you have been a jet setter. Listen, it, by the looks of it, it looks like Casey has a career. Um, <laughs> In Canada, they really think I do. Uh, <laughs> they really think I do. Oh, you just weren't some gay with AIDS? No, they were just like going on and on about all the things I do and how many people like me. And I was like, in America, I'm just a gay with AIDS. That's it. And in Canada, I'm a gay with AIDS with a career, baby. Well, that they think of. They yeah, don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. So really, the, both my stories... My T-cells may be dropping, but my career is on the rise. Both stories, he does not have a career. You and know I what just I mean? want to say. both of those stories, there's, there's zero career. I just want to be clear. <laughs> I don't have AIDS. <laughs> that I'm still undetectable and down to F. <laughs> Safely, securely, and... That's right. Do not forget about Casey. undetectable. Everybody, yeah. it is a thing now with less poison. Now with way less poison. <laughs> yeah, seriously, your poison jokes. It's well, like they're not. It's not poison. Well, anymore. you know where I didn't do the poison jokes was at the AIDS Walk Toronto for their 30th year anniversary, which I was hosting. Um, yeah, you got that's a cute gig. I it think. was a great gig. I have to say, they brought me up. Oh, cheers! First of all, shout out to Michael Birch at ACT, um, uh, AIDS organization in Toronto that puts together the AIDS Walk. They brought me up. He's been a fan of our show for a long time. Oh, what's his name? Uh, his name is Michael Birch. Hi, Michael. And thank, you for, thank you for liking our show. Sexy now Ottawa, I Ottawaian or whatever. And he, uh, 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 he and his dog, Max, uh, allowed me to stay in his place for um, a bunch of days. And they brought me up. And um, I did a great uh, hosting job of a great event. And I will say comedy outside at noon on a Sunday, not the best thing in the entire world. Sure. But hosting um, all of these amazing speakers. And like a gala. Yeah, I mean, an outside gala. It was a march or it was a walk or whatever, and um, um, it was their 30th anniversary. And, uh, oh, so wait, you, but you, you did stand up. So I hosted the whole thing. And then you hosted. Um, so I hosted, and then I did stand up, and then everyone walked, and everyone came back, and there was a show with some great drag queens, local Toronto drag queens. Uh, Sofonda Cox, who I, was really great. I love, I love that you Jada were sending Hudson. me text messages being like, do you know the... I don't know queens here, okay? I don't that's, know drag queens here. So that's what true. the fuck makes you think I would know yeah. anything? Your drag name should be Jaded P. I forgot that <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cute. Half cute, cute, actually. Half cute. Um, I I didn't. I forgot the one drag queen that we met in Mexico. 
I think her name I was I think her name was Wendy Fantastic or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were we were three sheets to the wind on that one. That's so. true, and that was right before my esophagus uh, went out. You so. had better things to worry about than that drag queen's name. Yeah, like bleeding out onto the street. You know, like <laughs> talk about poison blood. <laughs> yeah, seriously, God. Oh, they had to fucking detox that motherfucking sidewalk. I bled. I bled my career out in Mexico. So, um, but <laughs> I've been telling everyone about it. And that's fun. And then, um, uh, yeah, so I did that. did a bunch of shows. Um, also, a shout-out to the Do You Qu- Do you Queer What I Queer podcast, a Canadian podcast um, that is uh, uh, really delightful. They had me on. That'll come out. I'll talk more about that. But Elliot and Tom, you guys were amazing. Yeah, were they just so, getting started? Was it their first show? Like, No, they've been around for, like, for I think they've done like 30 episodes or something. And they're really fun and, and really cute. And we had a great time chatting about, you know, me. You and, called me about equipment. And I was like, Oh, that? no, okay, that like, was because um, I ended up, uh, with, we ended up piggybacking on that podcast I was going to do a podcast with Michael who also did a great job of hosting he was like a gay Terry Gross um, and uh, fresh air I'm lost on both know. of those anyway um, culture you're gross <laughs> good one <laughs> Terry no you're gross that's my uh, 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 drag name so uh, 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 uh. yeah so it was great Toronto was so cute and let me tell you Toronto um, it, and let me tell you, gays out there, if you want to go to a place that is clean, you can walk around in um, uh, groups of people and not being wor- not worried about being shot by a gun. Um, if you like Middle Eastern twinks. Is that a twinks, concern of yours? Like, do always. You, do you, do you, it's like, not a concern like, of yours. It truly isn't. It doesn't pop into your mind in a, in, like a, in a group setting that someone might just AK-47 everyone? No, it really doesn't. I feel like that would really, really like hinder the happiness of my life. I feel like if I had that thought in my head, listen, I want to be the person who gets interviewed by the police uh, afterwards and be like, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. And I'll be the person being like, like, dead. Being like, see? <laughs> see? That's why you don't go to farmer's markets. <laughs> <laughs> but in Canada, you go to all the farmer's markets you want, and the worst you can worry about is a gun-wielding maniac. Well, listen, take that, like one or two. It doesn't if matter. Anything that we I'm can, not a gun, a knife-wielding maniac. If anything we can take from this Canada trip, then, is that you had at least a couple of days of brain peace not worrying about being shot up. And, and it was so delightful. And that's cool. That's cool. And, and, that's and cool. I'll tell you, Toronto also... Cool, 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 cool. Toronto was like as hot as fucking Mexico. Cool. So I got some more sunshine on my butt. There's a gay nude beach, too. I'll tell you, I went there that was great oh i also had like a conversation with like a bi-closeted uh homosexual who was like on the beach and we were chatting this older guy and i was telling him about being an hiv positive comic and he was like oh thank you for your like honesty and openness and yeah, i really appreciate for yours that too, and then i was like, and then i was like <laughs> i did i said thank you for your openness about being closeted <laughs> <laughs> i did say that i was like oops uh, uh so um thank you for talking saying something to me that you couldn't tell your kids but he was wonderful <laughs> and everyone i can't canada you know what god bless you canada because you're there and they even have something that i found out there's something called maple match which is uh set up so you can find a canadian so americans can find a canadian husband or oh wife with a passport and oh i'm getting god. on it girl oh i'm getting god. on it i don't i don't i think you should set your sights uh further than canada but who am I? What well, do I know? Why? Where? Where should um, I go? So Europe's I had, falling into so I had an interesting conversation too. because you know it's been a week since I almost died. Yeah, um, and uh, <laughs> I was realizing that one. Huh? I was. I was <laughs> I'm taking the month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people have a birthday month. Tony has a. Uh, I almost died month. Well, I just had a moment where I was like, you know, I don't think I felt like a serious emotion towards it. Well, 
That's interesting. Do you think that that's an interesting, like, like, this is something that I had to talk to my therapist about. Yeah. I, was like, I, was like, I was like, for someone who loves themselves as much as they did, yeah. you would think that I would have a moment of like a pearl clutching. Well, the thing is, is that I feel like um, it didn't feel like you were close to death. Um, yeah, I think it was because I felt so good the next day that I yeah. was like, meh. Like once One it was night. all like that's the thing, and also I feel like you didn't realize the extent of it. Like a lot of people were saying that um, the podcast was that part on the podcast last week where I told you that your heart almost stopped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was um, was real because you were like hearing that for real. the first time, yeah. and I was I was a little worried that you were gonna like uh, uh, dwell on that, but apparently not because you <laughs> no. don't have any emotions towards no, your I guess yeah, demise. I guess I don't. I well, I, I don't. think that's a good thing. I was like talking to someone, and I and people were like, yeah, but but have you ever been in a situation like this? And I was like, well. Well, there was a time when I donated my sperm to some lesbians, and when the baby was put in my arms, I was just like, eh, it's a baby. Yeah, well, you're devoid of uh, like I didn't have real so <laughs> life or death issues. But uh, so because of that, I've been very focused. Yeah, on but what's sometimes going on in the Casey world. says you roll his eyes at you and you say you didn't and you lose your goddamn mind. Uh, so I am interested you a little bit here, in what you're fucking talk about beating a dead horse. You know what I mean? You yeah. can only you can only beat horses so long. Yeah. Anyway, when you uh, die. <laughs> I'm going to whip you for a couple and be like, stop beating that dead horse. I do have to say, though, I'm still happy that we are still like the last two remaining gay role models in the world because uh, it's come out lately <laughs> that uh, go on that our only competition really Whom would be Bert and Ernie. Uh, I would, would be, say that. You know, like icon, yeah, yeah. icon wise. Which one like, has the unibrow? Uh, that would be Bert. But you're more Bert personality wise. So that doesn't mean anything. The unibrow is what's your Well, I have a bit of a unibrow. Well, have you, well you, you've been in Canada, which you've uh, texted me a million times. Yeah, why are you so back. mad that I was talking about being because, in Canada? Because what, what I love about you is like anywhere you go afterwards, it's always this place and that's because right. I love everywhere that I go that's great I'm the type of person who can find the fucking fascinating but parts know, of but do you know who knew you went to Canada you me All right, you, know what I mean? you know what you know what I mean I, I do I do I I'm knew. sorry I thought I had like I knew I thought you were since you were milking that you almost died for a month that I was gonna be able to milk that I saved your life for a month and I would get some goodwill every once in a while well see that would have happened had they actually ran your card and taken the money out but since oh yeah it's I'm been sorry a I came to visit so you and I got a hotel room for you so since it's been a around. pending charge this whole time no really that's <laughs> what it comes down to also can, can i get to my story about no <laughs> no because i also want to talk okay. about canada where i also um <laughs> had i i've i i uh they uh, don't have burton ernie i flirted with uh on my plane my flight attendant and we i ended up giving him my number and he drove me from the airport to um, Toronto, and we made out furiously in his pickup truck, and then we had a little bit of a fling for the whole week, and it was really sweet. And it came, I was saying, talking about last week or the week before about my, my ex-boyfriend moving in with his new boyfriend, and that was happening this week. And it was like, I think because I'm such a good person, oh and I saved your life, that the universe <laughs> was giving me oh um, like this really special oh person to take my mind off of like my emotional stress. And you're wondering why I was trying to bypass that stupidity on the show? See, this is what I'm, <laughs> this, this is what I'm saying. This is what's so interesting that's to me. great no that's great that's great listen that's great i don't like what, what are you in love like what the fuck like okay like outside of the story okay great like it's a great story okay that's, that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. But i like, can't really sense your but, emotional <laughs> response 
But what more? Like, what more? Like, are you engaged? Like, is there? A, is there? A, no. There's so there's so okay. I don't know. I think I just think that that's pretty interesting. I think if this show is a conversation I between that, two uh, friends, absolutely. <laughs> no, no, you're right. And, and, that you could be like, oh, you know what? You deserve you, that. But you hooking up with someone on a trip is not a shock. And oh, okay. I don't know if it's like. But I thought it was like like the idea of like I I never give my number to a stranger, and I was just very like. Oh, well, I didn't know that. How yeah, the yeah. fuck do I know that? I don't know. What'd you think I you did? Gave just me your like reached around when I was just like, he was like, "What kind of drink can I get you for free?" And I was like, "Your cock." I literally think that you just fucking say something to your goddamn shirt, so that way people know when you get too drunk that they can <laughs> still said, call you. He said he was like, uh, "Well, at first he didn't that's know you were funny. gay." He was like, "At first he didn't oh, know you were please. gay," and that's why I didn't give you free wine up front. And I was like, "What do I have to do? Wear a rainbow scarf?" I mean, I was like talking to you and just like flirting with you pretty hard. And he was like, "Everyone's metrosexual," and I was like, "Dan, it's gray area because it's keeping me from all this free wine." See, that's what's so funny then. Canadians, Canadians must be so dumb because as soon as I hear your voice, I'm like, faggot. Faggot. I'm well, great. Butch. That's great. I'm glad. Thanks. I, I, so, All right. Move on to Bert and Ernie now. I mean, I get. I, I thought. Let's talk about a real relationship. Yeah, a long term yeah, relationship. One of the longest term gay relationships in the history of television. It's basically a lesbian relationship at this point. Yeah. Like, it's just like they separate beds. Separ- uh, do they have separate beds? Yeah, they, well, they don't sleep together. Well, yeah, on a child show, you really couldn't have two gay guys, two gay puppets sharing a bed. Whose hand is up who, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, because you were in Canada on this love affair, so uh-huh. you could like make peace with your inner demons from your breakup here in Los Angeles. You get it. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I know the full circle. I've been on the ride since the beginning. Um, <laughs> uh, Bert and Ernie are back in the news again because there's another, there's another gay scandal about them. Uh, one of the writers who wrote for Bert and, er- Bert and Ernie, who knew they had their own writers? Yeah. Um, That's why they're so hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Said that when he was writing for Bert and Ernie, mm-hmm. he was writing for them in the frame of mind that they were a gay couple. Right. I, I mean, that's been the assumption for a long time. Right. Yeah. Um, it seems like a need for the gay community to have this because as soon as that was mentioned... My Facebook feed and Twitter feed yeah. lit up being like, hurrah! Oh, hurrah! Kalu Kale! Oh, the, the puppets are queer. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what we need. And then uh, fast forward to Sesame Street coming out being like, I mean, not, they're not gay. Sesame Street said no. Yeah, Sesame Street, like, look, 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 they're not gay. These, and, and here's the thing like, they are kids. I, yeah, they're gay, says a you, yeah. street. <laughs> they're not gay, says a me, street. I'm like, I tried. I'm like, first of all, as a as a as the queer community, we shouldn't want to fucking settle for these old school, uh, uh, no uh, sex having. I don't like, know. I want an original. You want? I want an original want, gay character. You want that a comes puppet in a harness? And that goes, <laughs> <laughs> you want a puppet to come down in a harness and be like, I got a sling out back. I don't know why it has to represent yeah. your community? Why can't Snuffleupagus has a giant? Why can't organ. he just have a rainbow scarf? I mean, I don't understand. Why can't he just have a rainbow? scarf? I don't understand scarf. why he can't just. Be like, uh, well, what, what do you would mean? get you wine you on want the plane? A, you want a sex positive puppet to come be on, I don't, on Sesame Street? I don't, I know the thing is, it's like, I feel like, um, the, the, the queer community is so up in arms and they so badly want Bert and Ernie to be gay, yeah. Uh, and the thing is, it's like, we have to understand that, uh, Sesame Street is for not only progressive kids, but also those yokels that are being raised in the fucking south in the Midwest by their mm. stupid inbred well, meth faced parents. They need so. <laughs> So, 
Go on. When you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No so, offense. So, the, no offense. So these parents are like, I don't want no gay shit on Sesame Street, right? And the reason why that is a thing is because they always look at gay people as sex, like it's we're, we're sexualized. Right. But we also did that for ourselves, like well. we like we over sexualized our community from the beginning right. as a way to express saying we are out here yeah. and we are cocksuckers. We're here. So we're here. the thing is, is like I don't know we'll if the queer community should be uh, like super up in arms about whether or not Burton and you're gay right now because. Uh, it's not going to happen. But right? I, but I, I mean, I hear what you're saying. It's not going to happen. There's but an I autistic like, puppet. There's a puppet with AIDS. Like he has HIV. HIV. Yeah. Stop saying AIDS. You're not helping the I'm community. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. We bring AIDS back. Well, you know, you can try a little harder on that. Um, uh, Is that too far? No, too I think far? it's fine. But, but do you understand what I'm saying? How did the guy with it? How did the puppet with with HIV get HIV? Drugs. I didn't know that. <laughs> you got it shooting up. Yeah, just shooting. Up. I, I didn't know that until the view yeah, told me. The view junkie, told me that. The junkie muppet. It's not. Like it's animal. It. It's animal. <laughs> He's just, he was like, just well, you know what? The music industry is crazy, okay? I lived through the 80s in the music industry. There was a lot of heroin, all right? I and like I, how animals super calm when he's explaining the situation. He's When he found out, animal, we have something to tell you. You're HIV positive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Did we beat that dead horse? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's living. He's the. He's not a horse. So, but um, um, did he beat horse? Did he beat the heroin? He got it from. Um, I so, don't know. So, but but like, do, do you want Burton or to be gay? Is this like? I I I just think that it's. I don't. I think it could be unsaid and be fine because they're two men who are living together of an advanced. They're kids. Age. They're not men. Um, at what point is that curmudgeonly Bert like an eleven-year-old? No, he's a fucking forty-one-year-old homosexual man. Okay, that's exactly what he is. He's as fist. Didious, educated, overeducated, and poorly employed, and unhappy with his life. Then that's not. I'm me. not saying that. That's you. Fine. So you are the bird. I'm just the mess. I'm Ernie. You're Ernie. The, mm, fine. Okay. You're Ernie. And um, I'm that's the Mary. Fine. Yeah. Well, You're the duh. road. <laughs> I'm Butch. Oh my God! The point is, yes. is that so? I was also so I uh, coming home from Canada on the plane. I watched the Mister Rogers documentary. Have you oh, seen that? Uh, no, but I want to see it so okay. bad. Tell me about so it. Tell me, but it don't, is, but don't ruin it for me. But tell me about it a little bit. It's very good okay. and it's charming, and it makes you nostalgic. It makes you nostalgic for a time when people were actually good. You know, like unfettered good, like the, like like. Every other institution in our world is fucking has been tainted so hard, you know, and yet Mr. Rogers and his neighborhood has remained unscathed. And one interesting thing is that um, um, the man who played the uh, police officer, um, the, yes. Mr. McCorn, I can't remember his name, um, but he was an African-American male. Yeah. He was a homosexual in his life. And oh, so, that's interesting. Yeah, and so early on, it was like in the 70s, he went to like a gay bar and someone recognized him <gasps> and it got back to Dr. to Dr. Rogers, to Mr. Rogers. Was and, he a doctor? Uh, no. But he was, no, he was, a, he was a, a minister. He was a Presbyterian minister. All right, and, I can um, that side. He was still so cool. No, he was super cool, and he um, probably had autism, in my opinion. But uh, like Asperger's, like he definitely was like on the spectrum. He was he, a counter. He de- well, he dealt with he, he. He did wash his feet with that black cop. Like the way that he he washed his feet with a black cop in a time when when you couldn't swim in a pool. Yeah. With uh, black people, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. he was like I mean he was doing things that I didn't even realize because I you know I just thought of him as this like boring old show. That so I when to the watch. when the when the when the gay cop so, got caught, yeah, so what did what Mr. did Roger do? Do it anymore. 
He's, oh. He said, you can't do it anymore. Then the guy got married. The marriage failed and all that stuff because he was a homosexual. Yeah. And then eventually, he, eventually, Mr. Rogers came around and accepted him. And he was always pro-gay, but he just said, we... Because they had to struggle so hard to get funding. It was when PBS was like, really come for hard by Nixon. Like, we think Trump was bad. Nixon was fucking bad when it yeah. came to like uh, educational TV and arts in, in, right. in, in, in America. Right. And so he was like, he was like, gay we shit. have to be perfect. We have to be perfect in the eyes of all of these people. So he came around and he apologized and all that stuff and this guy looks at him as like a father you know yeah and then there was always like rumors that mr rogers was gay because he was so fey you know and like yeah but that's just fem shaming that's like, fem shaming that's uh, uh shaming of uh, religious people but it's, it's, I a, it's always, really fascinating I always felt bad for the effeminate straight guys i always felt bad for them i was like yeah bitch i i get it it's yeah. rough for us you that? can't live your truth you yeah. know because it's like if you're an effeminate gay guy it's like queen live your truth and you're like okay but with a gay man you're like a swishy straight well, guy have to put my, I'm going to have to express my mo- my emotions through these puppets <laughs> which he did and that's why it was a li- that's why he's a little odd in the world because he definitely like had split personalities that he expressed his emotions through, through I have puppets. to see this it's film. fucking great it made it. me cry so much I feel so bad you know what I was I, I think it was I was on some kind of thing against movie pass I was like fuck you movie pass okay. because like everything canceled when when anyway I'll tell you you fly these days all the flights now have free movies and they're stocked and they're stocked with like new releases and stuff it's great I don't you know who needs movie pass when you just ha- like have a career so just, 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 <laughs> just set, jet setting everywhere that's why I want to marry the flight oh, attendant yeah. just so I can fly for oh, free gotta, and yeah, watch yeah, all sure. these movies you'll be standby yeah. the whole time <laughs> my maple pass <laughs> uh, speaking oh, I feel, of I really feel good for you speaking of yeah. not good shit yeah do you want to talk about Trump's Trump's dick I hate that we're talking about this I just want to put this out there no I, I hate, hate that we're talking about this too but the thing is is like here's 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 how i know that donald trump is completely stupid okay Um, i'm happy we're gonna finally figure it out because donald trump had sex with stormy daniels stormy daniels is a sex worker yeah uh Stormy Daniels sees cock all the time talks about cock sucks cock yeah puts cock in random holes like Proudly. She would no have shame. no problem talking about your fucking cock, you stupid piece of shit. Like, right. honestly. Well, there was an NDA, allegedly. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and now, now there's got to there's be like a whole new look. Like, people have to review NDAs now because apparently sure. they're, they don't mean shit anymore. People are just coming out, well, uh, violating that shit right and left. When so, the uh, fate of American democracy is on the hand, you know what? Maybe fucking break your NDA. But you know his dick is weird like that, of guys. Of course you it know. is. Oh, it is. And so the thing is, is he ain't and, got that big dick energy. And you know, you know, I don't think he's commented on it since uh, since it's, it's it's been released or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know that there is some poor White House aide or like six that are like literally having him tied down. Thank God for that hurricane. So he had things oh, to yeah, do. Yeah, Thank yeah, God yeah. for fucking Florence. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because we all know that was sent because of gay people having anal sex. Yeah, so. and he was he liked that it was called Florence because he kept saying, which one of his favorite things to say is like, "I like a heavy flow," <laughs> and so uh, and that's when he's getting peed on by hookers. You know, um, you know, you know. The thing is, is like <laughs> if if God truly does send natural disasters uh, as a result of our anal sex, which he is sending them to all the right places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like I'm gonna keep fucking dudes. Well, <laughs> yeah. look, I don't think a little hurricane is gonna keep you from fucking. 
fucking dudes, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, but the uh, torn esophagus almost didn't. <laughs> I, I was ready to leave that hospital yeah. the next day. Uh, I was like, I can do it. I can uh, handle it. You were. You were ready to pay for more sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> I paid for the dance. The sex came free. The sex was free. Whatever. Uh, the sex was twenty five dollars. So I, fine. you know, look. I mean, I. <laughs> it was a deal. Uh, first of all, a couple yeah. of things. I, I think that it's just like I, I, I am not looking forward to Stormy Daniels' book because it just muddies the water further. And it's just trash. You know, it is. But just, the good I, ones have been released already. I mean, like, uh, uh, Comey's was out. So yeah. Uh, uh, Did you finish uh, Fear? Amorosa's uh, is out. Yeah. Uh, and and Fear. I'm halfway. Th- I had to put Fear down. Fear. Fear will make you feel bad about yourself. Fear. Yeah. Fear. Stormy Daniels will make you feel real good. Listen, I want that smut. I want to hear about his fucking weird little dick. Yeah. I want to know that he's just a fucking small-handed piece of shit. And uh, this is what, what this is the thing, though. At least he wasn't throwing uh, toilet paper and shit at white people well, that had no home. I don't want to get too fucking Freudian about it, but the last person who ru- almost ruined the world uh, uh, completely was Hitler, and he had apparently had a micro penis. So let's be real, your fucking little penis. Don't. I think if we're gonna have national elections and we're gonna elect men, we have to see how large their penises are. I just yeah. think we do. Just so it's out there. And uh, we, it doesn't just, need to be the biggest no, penis. No, it doesn't mean that like you have to like you know? be packing. Yeah, like Charles to, Schumer probably doesn't have an amazing dick, but, but you he's probably to, comfortable with it. But you have to like open your pants and just be like, I'm. this is what I am. I'm cool. And look, we don't all need to see it, but like like the senators need to see it. Yeah. Every senator <laughs> needs to Every see it. All, 50, all, all 100 senators need to see your Feinstein dick. Feinstein? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feinstein be, needs to be like, to put the glasses yeah. on. Yeah, she's like, you know what? I've seen dicks since yeah. Harvey Milk, Absolutely. and I'll tell you. Did you hear the fucking senator's joke, or what? There was some joke that was made by us. I think it was a senator where it was like, "Oh yeah, well, uh, Ruth uh, Bader, Ginsburg. Bader Ginsburg was uh, harassed by Abraham Lincoln." Oh boy, who said that? But um, bump some white dude. Um, I don't know. Speaking of which, uh, I just want to go back for a moment to the Burton or anything. Like yeah. you're talking about gay people trying to claim those, everything. Those gays, I mean, we those claim faggots. we claim Abraham Lincoln. We'll claim whatever the fuck we can get, you know. So like, let us have Burton or anything too, Tony. Um, one, two. Okay, back fine. to the big dick thing. I think Abraham Lincoln had a fucking Lincoln log for a oh, dick. Oh, it was huge. Oh, it was huge. Just tall, lanky, yeah. just that skinny. He's got that like. He's got that like. This is my dream man. Actually, is like Abraham, a young Abraham Lincoln, tall, lanky twink with like he drove an, his wife like crazy. A, uh, I think that had something to do with a lot of the fact that uh, the, he was gay. Um, <laughs> he was unattainable. He also loved his country more than he loved her. You know what? We needed him to do that. I'm sorry, fucking Mary Todd. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, and he's got that protruding Adam's apple and just like a Lincoln log of a cock. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Ugh, that's what I want. This is some old school GPHH right now. Like, this oh, is yeah. like we're getting straight to the this cock. Is good old shit. Yeah. <laughs> good old shit. This, this is what happens after. Cock. What was so funny is when Casey came into the house today. He was like, "I had an affair," and I was like, "What does that mean? Like, did you you? Oh, fuck you thought he was married? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what an affair is. I was like, to get more he, in like the grand like, old he was affair. Like, he was like, oh, just." More like an, an event. It's like shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, I had like a gay old affair with a flight attendant. How fucking old school and classy. I mean, am the I? thing is, is an air mattress is always going to be working um, on and off the field. I hate that you're calling him an air mattress. I've called them air mattresses my entire life. Well, you're. A f- this is why your karma's all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I believed in karma, I would say that was completely true. But then I look at this neckline and yeah, this no, beautiful tan, nice and I'm like, yeah. you know who has pr- probably a big dick? Is that Michael Avenatti? The lawyer for Stormy Daniels. Did you see his thing with that fucking Tucker, Tucker. Carlson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when they were like and Fox, you know, was a little dick. Fox News was shady as fuck. They kept calling him creepy porn. Well, it was fucking. I, I mean, it was uh, like that 
Tucker Carlson. He's as a vile as he is. He knows how to maintain his ass ha- oh, asshole. Yeah, he's an entertainer. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's not a journalist. He used to be a kind of respectable journalist, and now I he's just an utter piece of shit. I wanted to turn it off, but I couldn't. I watched half of it, and I, I was so angry at the entire thing. But you know, so so the agreement was because uh, he calls call me that. he calls Tucker calls him a creepy porn lawyer all yeah. the time. And like, the agreement was I'll come on if you don't call me that. And so he just put it in the ticker tape the entire time. And at the end, just called him a creepy porn lawyer <laughs> because he's a huge fucking piece of shit with a little dick. Not that we're dick shaming. Not that we're dick I'm just shaming. saying if like, it makes you a dirty fucking Person. And that makes you an Own asshole. It, then you have to yeah. fucking just be like, it's you because sexy. my dick is small. You know what's sexy? Okay? Fucking like, charisma and confidence. Uh, you know, like, you, you can't help the fact that your cock is small. That's God's fault. And here's the other Blame thing I will Jesus. say: that's you, Jesus's fault. You were talking about Stormy Daniels and her fucking all these porn stars and their dicks and stuff like that. No. You know, and I will say, growing up, uh, I came of age during the, the 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 porn revolution thanks to the internet. The revolution. And so I saw all these goddamn giant fucking horse cocks and was like, I have a little dick. I I don't want to show it to anyone Porn because all I was thinking was men. but then I started having sex with men this is why I think everyone with a, who thinks they have a small dick even if you're straight you need to have sex with other men because once you realize you're having sex with a bunch of men you realize oh your dick is actually pretty nice or maybe average mine's pretty nice and you know and that's because I have sex with all these people and I'm like oh I'm not like a porn star you know maybe a porn star bottom but I'm not like a porn star top you know <laughs> I'm just saying this that more is what people, happens when he has an affair. More people need to fuck men. More men need to fuck men so they can calm down about the size of their cocks. Yeah, well, no, because gay men are terrible at shaming cock size. Gay, gay yeah, men, watch, gay, listen to the last fucking thirty gay minutes. Gay, <laughs> the last 30 well, minutes fuck of the Donald show. Trump and his goddamn weird dick. All right, yeah. he he is. That's like saying uh, Huckabee Sanders is fat. You can do it. Yeah. You can say a Nazi that, has a small dick. You did say that joke. It was in Burbank. I think it would have done better had it not been Burbank. I'm finding that maybe Burbank's a little conservative. Burbank's a little conservative. Also, that's like a touristy crowd, too, I will say. But yeah. I, no, I'm happy with that joke. That joke works where I need it to work, which is fine. Yeah. And not Are we done? Yeah, we're like wrapping it up. Uh, baby. Do you want to tell people what you have going on now that you're back from um, Canada? And now that I'm back from, did you hear it? The land up north, Canada. Um, I um, you can see she me. has a red plat red and this black plaid shirt Friday. over this there. This coming out the Friday. Yeah, I guess you so. can see me um tonight Friday night at uh, Friday night. uh backyard broads. It's uh, uh produced by uh Canadians, the Cheap Smokes. Oh, They're a uh, comedy act, and they are putting on a backyard show in Echo Park. Uh, follow me online, um, and you can find it. Um, the details on that, it's in a backyard show. I think it's five bucks. It's on Eventbrite. Check out Backyard Broads, Cheap Smokes. Um, and uh, uh, Sacramento, get ready for me, October uh, 8th through the 11th. I'm with Carly Aquilino um, from Girl Code. I'll be featuring up there at the Punchline. Um, so put that in your pipe and think about coming to it. S- fucking Sacramento's a shithole. You know what, like, Tony? I remember like... No, listen, I love Sacramento. My, my story of like when I, I took the Greyhound bus, we stopped uh, off at fucking Sacramento. Who's the shithole? And when I got <laughs> when I get off the bus, the first thing I see is this homeless guy literally laying on his side, pissing on the sidewalk. Yeah. I was like, "Hello, Sacramento." Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey guys, That's hilarious. Uh, He's the mayor. Who's <laughs> <laughs> hello? Welcome everyone. I was like, "This is the capital." This is the key um, to the city. So. Uh, guys, you should go to the Gay Power Half Hour on um, iTunes, and you should rate it, and yes. you should say something we about it to. because we're very funny. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, I'm back in drag, guys. After Woo! almost dying in Mexico, Woo! did you hear that I almost died uh-huh. in Mexico? Your name should be Tracy Otomy. <laughs> <laughs> The 
that's actually that's really good. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so on Monday, uh, the 24th at Precinct, I'm doing Red to Filth, and Yay. that's my reading competition. And I'm begging I'll be people there. in LA who have even an inkling of courage should come and try to sign up for this game. It's yeah. super fun. It's a safe space. Uh, Lisa Chenu is going to be our guest comic. She's going to do. She's, yeah, she's she's she's, she's so funny. Girl. She's the it girl. Yeah, she's, she's the, the it girl. girl. She's the downtown it girl. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, and is that a, 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 yeah. Oh, Venmo at the Tony Soto Show. Uh, we'll Likewise, see you I'm sure. next week. Right? Love you. All right. Bye. bye.